Okay, so we've got a few uh, text messages that come through. Let's see what we've got here. Um, this is one going back to when we mentioned that attack on the church in Indonesia. Attacks on churches have been going on forever in Indonesia. Persecution of Christians is common. Um, in many places and this is actually true because if you follow Voice of the Martyrs then this is kind of a regular thing so um, unfortunately what happens is that it seems that the bombings are the ones that hit the headlines Mm. yeah you know you create an explosion you're going to hit the headlines but this is not something that is uncommon Mm. God's people will be persecuted around the world until Jesus returns who knows one day soon our churches will be closed or forced are we ready for that or forced mm. out? Are we ready for that? Which is something we need to stop and think about. You know, COVID mm. has given us the slightest, 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 tiniest foretaste of what it is um, to be restricted in our worship, but nothing like what the Bible says will come in the future. Mm. Okay, so another text message here. Uh, the Bible is very specific about leaders and drinking alcohol. This is true. Right. Mm. Bible says, Constitution of Israel, the king was not allowed to drink alcohol. Yes. Plain and simple. And you know why? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we even had examples of it going wrong. And do we need a more clearer example than our own very, very sad parliament? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Bible is very specific that leaders in drinking alcohol, not allowed. Obviously, not a good time to make decisions that affect other people. And the nation. Yeah, you think about just the four names that I mentioned, and they are. I, I just picked four out, and I could have. I yeah. could have picked out a whole slew of names, but I picked out what was it? Alexander the Great, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and Napoleon. Napoleon. Mm. That's right. As examples of people who were serial arsonists who just burnt the world down, <laughs> who were addicted to substances, and they are. They were. Powerful people making decisions that affected, you know, kind of the whole world mm. at the time. For sure. And their decisions affect us today, and their decisions were made when they were heavily under the influence. Yeah, wow. It's terrifying. Mm. Um, where I was up to in this text message, I got distracted. It shows, like, even though, like, it's not just you throwing your life away when you fall no, into that stuff. You're throwing other people's lives 100%. away. 100%. And you look at, like, look, think about Alexander the Great. He had such a lasting impact all the way up until literally today. Like and how much, is, how much did, our, did our world lose when he committed cultural genocide from, you know, kind of one side of the, mm-hmm. you know, what became became the Greek Empire to the other? And it, you know, like, but even it just hits so much closer to home. You use the, the example of, like, Hitler and Stalin, like, the two big players in the most deadly war that's ever existed yes. were motivated and influenced, well, not motivated, but influenced by their addiction. Like, they heavy. basically did not make any decisions when they were not under the influence. Right. And it wasn't Yikes. even that long ago. Like, there's still people alive today who we can talk to who yes. experience mm-hmm. the trauma yes. of their actions under yes. the influence. And they can experience the trauma and testify that this would be the right decision <laughs> because, like, if it, they would know why it's a bad thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, so... Um, We've got uh, some good text messages coming through here. Uh, we're, we're halfway through this one. Uh, God will judge. No e- excuses accepted. Politicians, drink if you must, mm. but please not on the job. For your <laughs> sake, for your family, for national prosperity and safety. And, uh, yeah. All right, so they've got that one. And then one came through for you, Jenna. Let me see here. Um, about your testimony right there. Bought a 14 window. You know what it, that's re- referring to? It's called, it's called what's called the 4, four to 14 window, and that is the, um, 
the best time to reach young people for Jesus is between the age of 4 and 14. Mm, cool. And you gave your heart to God when you were 8. Uh, oh, is that 12? 12. 12, 12, 12, 12. Sorry. Still in between the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like, in the window right there. And that's, um, that's, the, that's the best place ever. So Good somebody stuff. wanted just to uh, celebrate that with you, so that's fantastic. Uh, what else we got here? Okay, oh, here we go. He is risen. Watched it last night. Beautiful presentation of Jesus' love for mm. humanity. Why would we not worship such a Savior? Well done. Can't wait till the next presentation. So, the end of digital. It is happening right now. Uh, you can go on to YouTube or Facebook and go to the end or go straight to the end digital. And you can catch up on last night's presentation. Tonight's presentation will take place live at 7.30 this evening. And we hope that you will all all will join us. I'll be on tonight. So Justin was on last night. I'm on tonight. And Charissa on tomorrow night with our Easter special. I'm going to be in the comments of the Facebook Live, hyping Lyle up. You know, <laughs> cheering you on. <laughs> I'll join Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> shout out live. Shout out uh, don't, give too, don't give me too much of a hard time. <laughs> okay, stuff. so the other thing, of course, it will not only be live on the N. Digital, on Facebook, on YouTube, but also right here on Faith right FM. Right here on Faith FM. Right here on Faith FM. All right. What okay. else, Lyle? Uh, last text message here is for the quiz, and uh, this has a person person has the correct answer for bragging rights. Okay, so we're getting a few correct answers coming through now. Prize is still available. Prize right? still available. Hasn't mm-hmm. been snapped up yet. So, um, well done, all those who have the correct answer for bragging rights. I think we've got like five or six or so. So good That's stuff. Yes. All right, I have a quick thing to talk about. We introduced this uh, last week. Very very quick thing to talk about. See, this is what happens. This is what happens <laughs> when I go away. This is see, this is against the rules. What you don't get to make new things. No, no, hundred percent. No, this isn't a new thing that I come up with. It's yeah, a station yeah. thing <laughs> okay. that is so great, okay. so incredible. Okay, so basically, right. Faith FM are running a survey um, because we want everyone's input on basically how we should shape our channel, how we can best reach our uh, reach your needs. Of course, we are so blessed at Faith FM to have a lot of freedom, being a private platform, and uh, we yeah can kind of do whatever we want here of course we want to share the good news of jesus with you guys and share that truth and but we want to hear from you what would you guys like to hear what would you guys like to uh listen to you can go to faithfm.com.au and when you do so you will be you know there's some links there to the survey and of course if you enter this survey you'll go into the running to win not not just one but 10 Hundred dollar Visa gift cards. Oh wow! So that's like the that's, best that's, kind of gift card. <laughs> that's actually pretty significant. That's actually amazing. Okay, of course, you can't win all ten. You can win one of no. ten, but that means that your <laughs> your your chances of winning are inc- are increased ten times. When we announced this last week, I'm like, you can win a hundred dollar Visa gift card, and then it came through that you can actually win one of ten. So, Whoa. dude, that's heaps. So please, faithfm.com.au. You have until the 9th of April, so just get in there. Today's the day. It's a very quick survey. survey. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of all we have to talk about. Okay, so let's get into our Bible study, <laughs> which uh, we're kind of uh, running a little bit behind. We've just been here. podcasting, bro. It, that's, that's <laughs> a bunch. It's, it's always good when there's lots of things to, that we need to talk about. But the Bible says, let us make God in our image. Let's make humankind in our image according to our likeness. So God mm. created humankind in his own image. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. 
So, Encounter with God today. We're starting actually a new series with the Encounter with God. A new, uh, you know, we change every quarter. And this quarter, its uh, focus, its theme is the promise, God's everlasting covenant. It's going to be awesome. It's going to so be amazing. It's good stuff. Oh, we'll do it. I kind of identified, I was talking about uh, earlier, how usually with these things, because this idea of covenant is something that runs all throughout the Bible. You've probably heard of the idea of old covenant, new covenant, everlasting covenant, changing of covenants. Like this is something that is like very prominent from, you'll find it from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, but in these kind of books, uh, you know, sorry, not in these kinds of books, but with these ty- types of topics, usually our lesson will go back to where it's found. And when you have a topic like this that is all throughout the Bible, it goes to Genesis. So that's where we are now. We are in Genesis. And that was the passage that I was just reading from there a moment ago, Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Uh, where we were created in the image of God. The Bible says, finally, at the end of that passage, I didn't get to the end of it, uh, male and female, he created them. Very um, significant verse in today's world where we're told that somehow that doesn't exist anymore, but yeah. uh, the Bible's pretty clear on it. Mm. And, uh, yeah, a three-year-old can figure that out pretty easily, but anyway, <laughs> what a weird world. <clears throat> Who would have ever thought? Um, okay, so there's something I want to sort of highlight as we as we continue on here, mm-hmm. and that is when God creates the world, mm-hmm. so he creates a thing and then he makes a statement. He creates another thing and then he makes a statement. He creates another thing. At the end of everything that he creates, he says something about it, and it's the same thing all the way through. Mm. What was it that God said? Do you know this one, Janae? Good. It was good. Okay, so all the way through with creation, when God is creating things, it's always good. Mm -hmm. And yet when we look at our world today, we see a lot of things that are not not good. good. Yes. And even if we take humans out of the equation, you know, because we all recognize that humans have the capability, the capacity to be pure evil. Mm Mm-hmm. But take humans out of the equation and just look at the natural world, even without humans that make uh, either moral or immoral decisions. Mm. Mm. And you look at animals that have nece- don't have necessarily have any morality at all. Mm. And yet there are a lot of things happening that are not good. Mm-hmm. Right. You take your great white shark as an example. And there is no evidence to indicate that the great white shark has any level of morality at all. Right. They don't have relationships. They don't have relationships with their partner. They don't have relationships with their spouse. They lay an egg. It floats around the world and hatches probably on the other side of the world somewhere and raises itself. Mm-hmm. And they are just purely nothing other than a killing machine and they exist for no other reason other than to kill. Mm. Right. So our world is kind of not good. Mm-hmm. Now that's the ocean. Let's think about, you know, plants. There's a bunch of plants out there that are not good. I've bumped into them occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Even the plants that are good, then you're allergic to them sometimes. It's really bad. Like, like maybe you were 10 years old once and you bumped one at school and then you had a rash in your face and it was really terrible. Like, it's <laughs> But then there's, there's what's You're, you're, you're saying this almost like you're... No, oh, no, this is my friend. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course, right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's things like mm. stinging nettles. They are not yeah. good. Not good. I don't think stinging is good at any point. Never. 
<laughs> I don't know. Wasabi's <laughs> pretty nice. That stings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not actually a fan, but anyway. Okay. And, and I, don't know, I quite like hot food, but I'm not a fan of wasabi. Okay. Uh, but anyway, whatever. There is a lot of things in our world that are not good. So obviously something bad has happened here that mm. has uh, that has completely messed this up. Uh, and, you know, this is what this lesson, this uh, Bible study, I should say, our 20 million movement Bible study is going to get into over the next few weeks is, all right, we live in a world that is not good, mm. but it's a world that God created as being good. Mm. What went wrong? What is God doing about it? And what is the solution? And that solution is found in the covenant that God has made with us. Yeah, wow. Well. Mm. So that's what we get to study. We get to study how... We started with a world that was good, it becomes not good, and then how God is going to turn it back to good again. Mm. You know, you think that if evolution was as um, incredibly smart as what people claim that it was, that evolution would have evolved a, a form of being able to, you know, reproduce and recreate life in a way that was good. Yeah, well... But evolution, if you're going to take an evolutionary perspective, evolution is a terrible thing because it creates a horrific world that basically survives off death. The evolutionary model is a model that is creation by death. Mm. Right. Which is almost like without the concept of love, it's kind of unsustainable. Uh, yeah, particularly amongst humans, Very right? So. Uh, because, you know, we have a growing population at the moment, uh, yes. but that's because of family relationships, not because of a bunch of random people hooking up. Like, particularly in the, <laughs> in the booming populations in, in China, for example, like, it's because of the emphasis on family, that you that's have right. a big Absolutely. family, not just, like, you know, a bunch of random people getting pregnant. In fact, that's unsustainable. And then you take love out of the equation, you take any type of intelligence out of that equation, which is something that evolution promotes, and all you're left with is, uh, you know, just destruction. Yeah. Like, uh, yep. That, that's my thoughts anyway. <laughs> no, it's well documented. I mean, you take a child and you um, put a child in a situation like Janae you're in where you're raised by your two biological parents, and that's kind of like... You know, the ideal, ideal childhood right there. A lot of people sort of sitting back, you know, feeling kind of, you know, Lawson and I feeling like super jealous right now because <laughs> you get to have that. <laughs> and we never didn't. Um, and, and, you know, it goes on a scale pretty much from there to where, you know, you raise a child without any kind of family connection, without mm. any kind of love, and that child is going to be incredibly damaged. Yeah, well, what is life, you know, without relationships? Like, I mean, if we come from us as well, like from a, a creationist kind of perspective, God is a relational God. Like, he created man in his own image, and it was in a way that was unique to us. You know, he didn't just speak us into existence. You know, he took the time to make us. And that kind of just is like a symbol of that special connection, of that, you know, relationship that he kind of intended not between, uh, not only between mm. us and him, but also later when he created Eve, between us and other humans. Mm. Absolutely, I think. I think. Sorry, Lyle, uh, sorry, just on that point. Uh, it's it's the very fact that we experience that want for relationship that is such a powerful apologetic for you know god's creation and it's also a powerful tool to help us understand our state as human beings which we're going to get into over the next couple of years of you know 
being perfectly created in the image of God yet affected by sin, which is this thing of like we're dying, we're experiencing <laughs> such traumatic events where we're seeing, you know, things that would ultimately make us not want to live, not want to have anything to do with this world, yet we still yearn for relationship, yet we still yearn for connection. It's like, where does that come from if not from God? Right. I mean, like our origins impact our way of life. And that's kind of what this whole, you know, little unit is about, is that yeah. without knowing where we come from, we don't know how to move forward with our mm. own lives. hundred percent. And it's not only where we come from, but the way that God has kind of spoken into that. Mm. And that exactly is exactly what covenant is, which where, where Lyle, I can see him, he's chomping at a bit. He's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about turtles. Oh, turtles. Yeah, let's talk about turtles. Let's go. I want to talk about turtles. Okay. They're so cute, you know? They're just floating out in the ocean. Just, yeah. Just We need to save them. Stop using plastic (laughs) straws and water bottles. Let me me talk about turtles. Before you all get sidetracked, let me talk about turtles. A scientist had just lectured on the orbit of planets. So this is from our Bible study. Mm -hmm. Um, Around the sun, in the orbit of the sun, around the center of the galaxy, when an elderly woman in black tennis shoes rose and said that the Earth was a flat disc sitting on the back of a turtle. Classic. The scientist, jesting, asked what the turtle sat on, and she responded, he sat on another turtle. Ma'am, the scientist continued joking, what then does that turtle sit on? She answered, another turtle. But before he could ask what that turtle sat on, she wagged her finger in his face and snapped, say your breath, Sonny, it's turtles all the way down. That's hectic. <laughs> that, is, that is a crazy model. That's a crazy story. <laughs> but it goes on to make this point, however cute that story, <coughs> however cute, sorry, That story deals with the most crucial issue of human existence, Mm. the nature of the universe itself. What is the world that we find ourselves in by no choice of our own? Why are we here? How did we get here? And where are we finally going? And so this is, you know, this is the introduction. This is, this is what this particular Bible study is going to be all about, is answering these questions of why are we here? How do we get here? Mm. Where are we going? These Mm. are the big questions of life. These are the big, you know, existential questions that we need to focus on. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. All right, wow, Bible study. Uh, text message came through Ooh, okay. on the flyer. The here's risen dates are Tuesday the 30th and Thursday the 1st of April. Mm-hmm. I did say it was going to be tonight. But you were incorrect. I was incorrect. Yeah. It's tomorrow night. I didn't pick up on that too, and I even was when- the one who spoke on the advert so okay so here's the thing, here's the thing. if you go there tonight at 7 30 you're not going to be disappointed because you can watch justin's program or watch it again if you watched it last night well mm. anytime you tune into faith fm you'll never be disappointed oh sh- you are we love you okay so janae just got a job right there she's just got a job you know she comes in here on work experience just in year 10 is like yeah just stay just she basically stay. kissed the jersey you know she's, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's in it let's go i think i think lawson She's after our seats. Oh, no. She's after our seats. That's all right. I'll just go do the afternoon show with Robbie. Peace. <laughs> yeah, you watch. You watch. You're going to turn up on the afternoon show as well. Oh, oh no. Back to our Bible study. Let's, Let's go, go to right. uh, Psalms chapter 100 and verse 3. All right. Psalms 100. Got to do some some flicking. Yep. Oh. Have you got a Bible there too, do you, Janae? Yes. You want to yep. Got one? Oh, cool. Found it on, on here. Yeah, go oh, for it. Good. Read it. Go for it. All right. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Okay. So we're looking at some foundational verses on these foundational questions of, um, you know, 
what is the world? Why are we here? How did we get here? Where are we going? What does this passage tell us about those questions? Who are we? Why are we here? Mm. Well, I mean, it's talking about um, God. Yes. And creation and putting the two together and saying that God is the creator of all things and all things includes us. So basically that's, we are made by him. So you exist because God knew you before you came into existence Mm -hmm. and went, you know what? I would like to spend eternity with Janae and Lawson and Lyle and producer Shell and whoever you are that's listening in today. God saw you before you were created. You were so special that he personally brought you into existence so that he could spend eternity with you. Yes. Wow. That's powerful. Uh, very, very it, powerful. It like this is ultimately like reveals to us God's the weight of God's want to have a relationship with us. Like if He's willing uh-huh. to create. Like and and it goes further. Of course, getting into covenants, we're going to be talking about the length, the total yes. lengths He will go go to. But just that initial step of bringing our entire world and existence into being just to relate to us to have that relationship and just to to help us not for his benefit for, but for our sake like he's just like i want to create people to have an incredible experience which is amazing mm. absolutely okay so we've got paper versus digital here see who can get to isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 first oh <laughs> she's just i think janae might have cheated here because she's just like doing one click on the thing uh, like, she's like rolling down she's, she's in the down. she's in the lesson i'm like <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, read this one, we'll read this this one from the paper version how about that all yeah. right what Go is the verse Chapter 40, verse 28. 28. This is where the Bible says, Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. I love this passage. This is the passage that I believe uh, Eric B. Hare used as inspiration for a lot of his children's stories. Mm. You know, where he goes, don't you know? Haven't you heard? Hasn't anybody ever told you? <laughs> and launches into his story. Uh, another famous uh, storyteller along with Uncle Arthur that, um, yeah, one of the storytellers that I grew up on. But, yeah, do you not know? Have you not heard? What does it go on to say there, Lawson? And what, is this, what does this tell us about the, um, the, the big questions? You know, why are we here? Where are we going to? Mm. Why do we exist? Well, it's like he's asking this rhetorical question to put emphasis on the fact, asserting the fact that God is the creator, um, that he is the maker of all things. Not only that, but, you know, his kind of state as like not just some, uh, you know, someone who is made making, but rather the maker of all things. One who doesn't grow weary, who doesn't get tired, uh, who, you know, who is so above and beyond us that we can't even understand to, we can't even measure the depths of his understanding as my Bible says. Mm. Absolutely. Powerful. Absolutely. Janae, can you grab for us uh, Acts chapter 17 and verse 26? We've got a bunch of verses here. We're going to try and get through all of them Mm. um, in our Bible study today. But these are really good ones. So Acts 17 and verse 26, please, Janae. All right. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. Mm. Once again, a great passage here. He Mm. has made... All people of, from where? Of what? Of one... Nation. One nation. One blood. One, one blood. One blood. blood. Yeah. One blood. Right. See, this is where, this is, you know, what, what I love about the Bible is, you know, we, we have a lot of 
you know, discussion in the last 12 months or so about racism mm. and it's become a big thing in our world and everybody's talking about races and racism and what race are you and what, you know, what race is another person. The Bible says we are all made of one blood. We are, there is only one yes. race and that is the human race. Right. And within the human race, we have a tremendous amount of variety, which is so wonderful. I mean, you know, who wants to go to a garden where there is just grass? Right. Mm. That's a bit boring. Mm. Mm. But if you take a patch of grass and you start to add, you know, this colour to it and you have flowers and trees, suddenly you've got something that is absolutely amazing, and that's what God has done. There is just one race. Right. That Human actually beings. makes me think, maybe I'm opening a can of worms oh, with only one minute to go, but if we were living in a perfect world, would different cultures exist? Yes, absolutely. Which is, this I feel is, like, yeah, it's our indiv- individuality yeah. that makes us, you know, like so special to God. Will there be different cultures in heaven? Oh, most certainly. And it's going to be <laughs> epic because we can just peruse around and eat hummus one day and eat rice with soy sauce the next day. Like, uh, my, my point is I'm being a bit <laughs> silly and arbitrary, but it's it's powerful that our existence is... God has created us differences. this way. Yes, right. he's created us this way to prove that, like... Harmony can happen between different people. Yeah, we did kind of get sidetracked there. But the fact is that God created everything. And this is what the, the, the point that the Bible study is trying to bring out here is that God has created every single person on this planet. Mm. He has created all mm. of us because he loves us. He cares for us. He saw us. He saw our uniqueness. He loves our uniqueness so much that he wants to spend eternity with Every single person. There is not a person on this planet who does not have the same value, and that value is the life of the Son of God. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. And But now we are ready for... Question of the Day. All right, Lyle, our question of the day. Going, going on from the theme of our Bible study, how we ended off there, talking about uh, different races mm-hmm. and racism and how, you know, we all come from one blood, no matter, you know, what our ethnic background is. The human race, the only race there is. Yes, and so I have the question for you right now, and that is, Lyle, uh, if, you know... We all come from one blood and, you know, there's only one race, the human race, and this is something that's very apparent to God. Then why were God's people, the Jews, such an insular culture, especially on the, the front of, of race? They were very, you know, they didn't really mingle and they were kind yeah, of they were like the, most, the most racist culture on the planet there at one stage. <laughs> yeah. You know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't touch a, uh, you know, touch a Gentile and they have to go through a whole cleansing process. You know, they wouldn't go under a Gentile's house. They wouldn't eat food with a Gentile. You know, when you come down to the time of Jesus, the Jewish nation have become very, very messed up over this particular issue. And this is what happens when we get away from God. When we get away mm. from God and we lose track of what God has to say about these things, we very quickly run the danger of becoming incredibly insular. And so if you actually read what the Bible says, you know, um, and look at the purpose for the nation of Israel, the nation of Israel was set up to be an example, an object lesson of what the service of God looked like. They never really succeeded in doing so, but there were occasions when they they kind of got close. And so, for instance, you know, Isaiah 42, verse 6, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness, and I will hold your hand and will keep you and give you for a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles. Mm. This was the purpose. This was the reason for the creation of the nation of Israel. Mm. The, the the whole reason that they existed as a nation was to minister to and to share the knowledge of God with every race on 
the planet. Mm. Right. And so, you know, there's a very big difference about being insular uh, as far as your nationality goes compared to your religion because when it comes to religion, guys are like, yeah, don't, you know, intermarry with people of other religions. Mm. And sometimes I think, well, I think what the nation of Israel did was that they just took that a step further and it's like, well, if we can't intermarry of people with people of other religions, then we can't have anything to do with people of other nations and there's a difference between a nation and a religion and you see this repeated over and over and over and over and over again i can't even begin to imagine how many times you'll find this concept repeated in the bible particularly the old testament Um, but you know you think of moses who marries an ethiopian girl you think of um you know even in the New Testament, you've got the only person who proclaims Jesus as God at his crucifixion was, you know, an Italian guy, a centurion. Mm. Or it was either Roman or Italian or whatever, but somewhere from that region. Mm. The only person who helps Jesus on that day was an African. Um, the, 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 the people who welcomed Jesus at the time of his birth, the only people who wel- worshipped Jesus in royal fashion, we're from Persia, from Iran. And so, you know, you go, start to go through the Bible and you're going to find one Gentile after another, after another, after another. There is a difference between religion and nationality. And we shouldn't be mixing our religions, but our nationalities. There's only one race, humans. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.